Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson of the Kellen Clan. The Pattersons, not the O'Reillys <laughs> or the O'Reardons. <laughs> the Pattersons. Anywho, <laughs> this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you, yes, you, are a drug-free athlete and are looking with both your eyes, even if you are glasses, for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your gaze like what, Desiree? Like a Mack truck through ice cream, chocolate ice Frankly. cream with snickerdoodle sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkle it all on there. All on there. Mm, all that tasty goodness. Protein never tasted so good. Check us out so P4PMuscle.com. And now, let us chit-chat with the banter. Hello, Desiree. Banter. Desiree. Kaylin. Desiree. You know, <laughs> you always talk about the Patterson clan. Do you guys have a crest? Yes. Because the yes, Carruthers have a crest. Yeah, well, we need to. You need to share that with us and post that because I'd be interested to see what the Patterson crest looks like. Yes, ma'am. I'll have to look it up. You'll have to look it up. So, and I, yeah. I'll have to look up what the Brothers crest is. I know I've seen it, and I've actually communicated with some brothers overseas in Europe somewhere. There, I, I uh-huh. guess there's a gaggle of them that are still over there. Of course. A gaggle? Like geese? (laughs) You know, I don't know, but since, you know, I'm going to stick with the bird theme. We'll call it a gaggle. I don't know. A gaggle of geese. That's right. A gaggle of geese. That's right. That's right. That's right. So we'll have to to showcase crest here one of these days. Hey, and anybody out there who's listening, if you guys have a family crest, Post it on P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin's Facebook page. We'd love to see it. You know, we always invite you guys to interact with us on our page, but you never do. And frankly, I'm a little lonely on the page because you guys just don't do that. So, you no, know, no. It, maybe but this will be your – They do. Well, yeah. yeah. And we do, and we when respond. We see but, show, you know, That's funny. <laughs> I, I know. We so want to see it. <laughs> we want to see it. Yeah, you don't follow you don't follow us on Blog Talk Radio, so you can get the announcements of the shows. But Kalen does send out announcements. Um, however, you get on his list, I don't know. But then, yeah, you never interact with us on our Facebook page, and that I just don't know what we have to do to get some love on the Facebook page. We like to yeah. chat with the band stuff with folks yeah. other than just ourselves. <laughs> But go. other than that, we must we must carry on. We must carry on. And we've got a – you know, I am super excited about tonight's show. I just cannot tell you. We've got two fantastic guests, both phenomenal yeah, yeah. in their own right. No, I know your socks are going to be blown off because tonight we have Physique Pro, Melanie Daly, and her client, bikini competitor, Zhang Moon. And when you hear Zhang's story, you, like I said, you are just going to be blown away. So with that, 
I'm going to ask Melanie to go ahead and introduce herself to Listenerland, and then we'll have Jean introduce herself. So, Melanie, please say hello. Well, hello, hello. And I'm going to start off hello. by saying the dailies also have a crest, and I will oh, be happy to go. share that at some point. Yeah. Um, yes. My name is Melanie Daly. I am the lead coach and founder of Bodyworks Fit, and we are a health and transformation fitness and wellness company. And I absolutely love what I do. I work with people all over the world, online and in person, and uh, take them through the whole range of transformations. Everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own starting point, and everybody has their own goals. So it's not always competition, but sometimes I have people who come to me from wanting to just make a change in their life and they end up on the competition stage and um, others who come to me solely to prep for a competition and I love all of them. So I love, love what I do. And I was introduced to Jung Moon through another client of mine who was actually a competitor uh, prepping for her first competition, also in bikini. And I, I'm going to let Jung tell most of the story, but my understanding is that Jung and my client, Mashika, both work out in the same gym. And so Jung was watching Mashika doing her thing and um, had some great conversations with her and was motivated and inspired by her work to reach out to me and talk about whether or not at, at her beautiful age of over 65, if, she was, if it was even an option for her to get up on stage and do a competition because it was something on her bucket list. And, of course, I told her, absolutely, um, we would, I would love to work with her. And that's how we got started, getting Zhang Moon off, um, kind of, eating right and training and prepping for a competition. And she took the stage this year in her very first bikini competition. And let me tell you, she just wowed the crowd. It was so fun to watch. So that's my introduction. And Jung, I want you to introduce yourself to the group, to the group on the radio here tonight and give us a little information about you. Thank you. Hi, my name is Jung Moon. I'm from Seoul, South Korea. And uh, before I give a statement, this is, I'll be able to be a contest and I'll be able to talk to you tonight. That God be the glory because he saved my life. Few times I had a critical bad car wrecks, but he healed my mm. body, my spirit. So that's why I will be able to walk. I'm a handicapped sign in my car rest of my life, but I'll be able to exercise. Now, after all, in the world, I met Melanie. You heard all details through my uh, other friend, Majuka. Through Majuka, I met Melanie. I started exercise through her program from January. Dedicated studied every each steps exercise and meals she designated, and then I start following real carefully, so my body and my spiritual healthier, and then I start uh, thinking about the be a competition for bikini, and Melanie said, okay, then that challenges, and she guided me through all those steps, how to walk 
how to move your body plus all those muscle build-up exercises. So Melanie is the one that my, right now, motto and my goal for my life. I'm going to follow her through until my body uh, allowed and not get sick and not fall down. So that's why I'm so thrilled about I met her. Well, <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. And what a story. I had no idea that you had been in a couple of bad car accidents and that you weren't even sure if you were going to be able to walk. So I think that is amazing. Um, And, you know, when you are in an accident like that, sometimes, you know, people can get very depressed, but yet you, um, you know, still found motivation to do to, to accomplish your goals, how long did it take you to recover from your car accident? That is pretty strenuous. So it, it's a, at least about five or six years. And then 10 years ago, I had a muscle uh, toned down through my uh, uh, exercise accident. So it's over 10 years. That's why at the very beginning, I glorified to God. So that absolutely, I cannot heal myself. So God worked on it. There was myself, and then I exercised with God's healing body. So that helped the big stage to carry on in this part, and then carried on with Melanie. So now the she took over the button like a torch. So I'm kind of moved toward her plans, and then it's. I'm going to marching through for that goal and that plan. Yeah, I love very, that. I, I am holding the baton and, and I'm lighting the torch. I love that, Jung. <laughs> I get a great visual. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Hey, Jung, I do have one question from our listener here. His name is Jake, and he wants to know if you have any side effects from your car accident, or are you pretty much completely healed? Oh, I have a side effect, of course. My neck, my right leg, my, my right arms and shoulders, I cannot uh, move same as the left side. So my right leg through all the way through the arm and neck and almost the ears. Sometimes I'm still shrubbing my ears. And I go to bed at night, all pain through my shoulder down. Yes, I do um, have side effects still over 10 years. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, so, Melanie and Jung, our listeners are just very amazed, like we are, that athletes over the age of 65 that are still getting on stage to compete for the very first time. Melanie, let's start with you. Um, Is that kind of common? Do you see athletes at an older age or individuals at an older age still aspiring to be a natural bodybuilding athlete? Or is Zhang a very unique um, example in your experience? I'm going to answer that by saying I think it's becoming more and more common 
but I would not necessarily call it really common yet. Um, what we're what I'm seeing as a trainer and a coach is that there are people who have been um, interested in exercise or have, like Jung, have exercised in the past, but are looking for other ways to continue to keep their body as healthy and as fit as possible. And so I think what we're seeing is an older generation who they've been exercising for a while, but they're looking for a new goal. And that's what I hear with Jung. Um, being, being her age, I think, is a little bit more unique, but I am personally seeing more and more people over the age of 50 who are wanting um, kind of a bucket list item, and they're realizing that, it, that it's not too late, um, for sure. I mean, I'm an athlete, and I'm, I've been doing this for a while, and I am 50, and I think there are more and more of us who are, you know, older athletes who are competitors, and we're kind of paving the way. There are more and more of us. And so just like there are more and more people kind of like Jung, they're inspiring other people. So it's kind of snowballing a little bit. All right. Very good. So there you go, David. You got the answer to your question about folks past their 50s stepping on stage for the first time. Now, Jung, did you, when you first contacted Melanie, um, did you think that there would, that there would be, a lot of other people your age competing or you just didn't care? It was something you wanted to do for yourself. I really didn't care how many people will be a contest. I wanted to just check myself how far I can go, what am I, who am I, and uh, the way I'm doing exercise, all those things, my goals working on am I in the right direction the way I dreamed about. So actually, mm-hmm. Melanie mentioned I do exercise before. Yes, I did. But what Melanie showed the exercise is a little different because I exercise the same or same or go to gym, this machine and that machine. But it was never been like that tighten up in visual muscle and strengthen me before. So that's what's amazing mm-hmm. about certain exercises she put together and then she carries and divide individually about body parts, leg, arms and deltoids and abs and all those things. Few exercises I never did before all all my life, but she lined up together mixed with it. That shows my body difference, kind of a different muscle groups work quicker yeah. and strengthen me faster. Yeah. What do you think about all your muscles? Kind of fun, isn't it? It is surprising me when I look at the mirror, the little lines and all those, oh, my goodness, how that happened to me? I would like that. <laughs> yes, yes. So even I'm tired, sometimes I dedicately, I try to follow that program. Sometimes I skip it, but I know how important that my body is to connect, carry on, continuing. So that's more like a per, a persistence and a little effort you everybody needs, I guess. Yes, very good. So what did your your family and your friends think when you told them that you were going to do a bodybuilding competition? They can't even believe it. They, they just even 
dream about it. They just, they thought I'm just talking. They thought it was just crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> myself, I was totally surprised I got the medal and all. I was just totally surprised myself. So now everybody realized, oh, the exercise, there's some existing that works. That's why they're aware of, they're starting, oh, maybe we better do some exercise. That's what the people saying there, too. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Now, now, Melanie, I know you were there with Jong as a competition. I mean, I know you're a coach and you've had lots of athletes, but what was it like this particular show with this particular athlete for you? Wow. Well, uh, uh, it... oh. Go ahead, Jung. Oh, I was going to ask it if you didn't finish conversation. That's why. Go ahead and please. I'm doing too fast. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. I was, as a coach, Desiree, I was just beyond thrilled. I was so proud of her because she was really stepping out of her box. Um, certainly, this was never anything that she had um, ever done before. She'd come, we'd done some posing classes, um, you know, trying to get her comfortable in her shoes and what the expectation was on the stage. So when she finally took the stage on that day, I, I was with the whole audience when we were just, we fell in love with her because she came up there and, and you have to, you can see it in her pictures, but Joan carries herself with a lot of grace and style. And she came out on that stage with this grace and style and a little bit of sass because you could tell she was having fun and really enjoying that moment and maybe a little bit surprised that she was actually doing it. And so all of that combined, it was such a joy to watch her. And uh, she got a standing ovation. I'm going to tell you that. They, everybody was oh, just thrilled because she owned the stage. She did exactly what she needed to do. She looked amazing, and she was having a bunch of fun at the same time. So that, you know, we all did. We all felt the same way. Fantastic. Okay, Jung, how did you feel your very first show? What was that experience like for you? Oh, I didn't even know even if I can walk with their high heels. Melanie helped me to fit their shoes, and it just a I just did it, what she told me to, look it up, and although she gave me she gave me the directions of what to do, but most of them I forgot over it. At least I must have done <laughs> half of them, half of them. <laughs> not quite, though, but uh, sometimes, <laughs> like, when I turn, she kind of a little whispered, uh, kind of, a, so I heard that, and then I corrected and all. That kind of, she kind of helped me to remind me what little nitpick things and like gimmicks I mean to do. I mean, it was just a, for me that day was I don't know how we went by for eight, eight hours, ten hours from nine to ten, eight o'clock till afternoon, five or six o'clock. I don't know what was going on. I was absolutely thrilled and excited, excitement going on. Yes, I bet you were. And I, you know, I am not surprised at all that you got a standing ovation. I think that is absolutely 
fantastic. Um, in, in your pictures, I mean, you look fantastic, and I can definitely see that you are having a good time. Just a smile on your face, very, very beautiful, very genuine. Um, and you know, and I didn't even think about you know how challenging that might have been for you to you know, A, you kind of have troubles walking anyway, and then also, you know, probably special things you need to do when lifting for your shoulders and all of that. But, um, you know, walking in four to five inch heels after you've had a serious accident, now that is pretty amazing in and of itself. Um, So, Joan, what was the most challenging part of getting ready for the competition for you? Well, that of course the high heel was just a gym exercise. You can just in the flat foot you did exercise, but shoes. When I put that shoes, I can I'm afraid I might fall down. But the Melanie yeah. uh, suitable shoes, and then that helped supportive. And then she wants me walk walk through here, turn around, walk back, walk through again. She make me practice. <laughs> And then try to change my postures, and then she wants me practice little bit, little bit every day. And then I didn't do quite well though, but at least that day I'll be able to do that much. That is absolutely all through Melanie because I never done that before. I never wore that high heel to put in my foot because I worked at the hospital all my life, so I never. <laughs> wear that kind of shoes, and then I would never go out with a, eat dinner with a dad. I mean, so that is my once never done in my life, and she put me through, be able to make it, and they said, that you just you told me to, I look fantastic. With their shoes, I still don't believe in myself. I have to ask, what did you think about your posing suit and being on stage in your shoes and a bikini? What did you think about that? My posing, yeah. I think some poses I must have forgot how to do, so I must have done it myself, I think. I thought I must have flunked because I didn't follow exactly kind of told me to do. So, But uh, those poses, it's unique. So now I kind of try to finally get into me. Now I practice myself at home. I do the, oh, I should have done this. I should even do this. I kind of say that. So that is a unique pose to learn. Everybody can be make themselves look beautiful and good to build up their posture too. Yes, I like can. And yeah. did you have fun picking out your bikini? Did I have a fun? Boy, that is it. And then also those tanning and bikini. That's another thing, shoes and the suit. I forgot about that. Ah, yes, that's never. I mean, those things, I still don't believe. I will close my eyes. I did that, but I don't know how. Once I put the shoes, bikini, and then be able to walk, I feel like a, a grip, like a go forward, and then kind of a, some crazy moment came to me. Like a, So the Melanie keeps saying, okay. Lift your chest up and quarter turn, quarter turn, and back. And you know how the 
grip your front five finger paws, kind of like a like a flex and all that. So I try yes. to make a point of those. Try to keep the what she told me to do. Even I forgot sometimes, but I try to keep it up. So that is really uh, Melanie's put together bikini things and shoes and walk, all those stage activities, performance, I would never can do that myself. 80% Melanie helped me. This question is for Melanie. Melanie, I just have to ask. So you're working with Jong, and she's over 65, and you're explaining to her about tanning and heels and the bikini. <laughs> how did how did those conversations go? <laughs> well, yeah, it is a very new thing, and it's new. I think regardless of whatever your age is, but this was certainly That's the true. first That's time true. that she considered um, getting up in high heels and then you know wearing a tiny little bikini in front of a hundred or so more people. It, that's kind of different. And uh, honestly, Jung took it all in stride. She did come to a couple posing sessions that I do group posing uh, on the weekends for all of my competitors, and I had her come and attend that. And so at that time, she saw some of the girls in their bikinis. So she got an idea, uh, even more close-up, about what that would look like. And then I do think that um, she understood you know, that that was what everybody was doing. And from that point on, she just said, you know, where do I go to get a suit? <laughs> and so she did it. And I know, I think Masika went with you, didn't she, Jung, to go pick out a suit? Yeah. So she has, so she had some help. Um, and, and, you know, she had already seen Masika in her suit. She'd seen a couple other girls in her suit. So I think the initial shock had worn off that she would actually be getting her body into a suit like that too. And then standing on the heels and um, and then the tan, you know, that's always kind of a fun thing, too. I know that was a new thing for Jung as well. So um, it's just a process. You know, I, don't, I try not to totally, um, you know, surprise anybody. That's why I really wanted her to be part of the group so that she could see that, you know, when you compete, certain things happen um, and you have to get used to your body being pretty exposed, not only in front of yourself and a small group, but knowing that you're now going to be on stage in that little tiny bikini and tall heels. And that's why we practice. And that's why I wanted her to get as much practice and come to those group sessions as much as possible so that she understood that she wasn't going to be the only one out there looking the way she looked. And I think that's important for all of us to know. Yeah, exactly. I know when I first started competing, and I, of course, do what a lot of people do, and you get on the internet and you do your research, and I was looking at YouTube videos, and I was like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? Because I, I really, I had no idea. I didn't. I knew I was going to do a show, but I really did not fully understand what I was going to need to do what I was going to need to wear and all of that kind of stuff. I, I really don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't what I saw on those YouTube videos. So that, that was a little bit to overcome. So, and I know that can be mm-hmm. a shock at any age, but when you think about it generationally, like I, I, my mom is younger than Jung and I don't know that 
I would ever picture her doing something like that or if she would picture herself. But if she wanted to, I think it would be fantastic. Fantastic. So, um, Jung, did did um, any of your family and friends, were they able to make it to the competition? And what did they think about seeing you up on stage? Well, um, none of my family be able to come because actually I wouldn't tell anybody because I feel don't know how it goes, you know. I wouldn't feel even myself if I could be able to walk through stage and all. So I didn't tell anybody. But I told uh, my husband knows I'm coming, but I I told him too. So just I want to go myself. That way I wouldn't be that embarrassed in case it didn't work. So (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but, but now I tell them they were so surprised and friends. Oh, when when they were, what is it? Then I explain about those bad of uh, Central Texas. They they said, what? I never heard about something like that. Where is it in internet? And then now people start knowing about this contest through me went there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very good. Exciting. So um do you think this is something that you will do again or you've just had your one competition and that's enough? I feel that's enough, but then I was just thinking how are my body gonna change you or not. So I'm kind of mixed feeling all my life, but just once that's enough or um, depends on me and Melanie how it's going to be further. So I go on with her discuss and, and if she guide me through which is better for us. So we go, I go from there. All right. Now, I'm going to interject yeah. here, Desiree, because I know you heard this too, that Jung is Still practicing her posing at home. Did you hear that? Because I heard that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, feel like she's still, yeah, I feel like she's still fine-tuning things that she that, that, age. that she didn't do. It's like she wanted at the competition. I yeah. I feel like I right? heard that too. I heard. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure because it sounded to me like that might be Jung considering competing again, and That's especially like if this. Okay, I thought so, right? So, Doug, yeah. um, especially because you you kind Good of play. wanted to make this first show kind of a little bit on your own, which is why you didn't tell a lot of your family and friends about it. Now that you've done one already, and if we looked at doing another one, would you have more of your family and friends come to watch you at a second one? Yes, if if I do ever second one, I will tell my friend, my family. Yes, I will tell them to come okay. home. <laughs> yes. Why you keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here looking at her um, picture that you shared, Melanie, of her on stage, and I'm just like, my gosh, her hamstrings <laughs> look better than half the population out there. <laughs> so that's just. Fantastic. So I just want to say great job to both of you. <laughs> great job to both of you. That's outstanding. All right, Jung, I have a question for you 
from Leo, and this is um, related to your car accident. He wants to know what it was like to relearn how to use your body after the accident. I'm sure. I'm sure it was very difficult. Oh yes, that is. My I would be handicapped, wheelchair, and then clutches and. Rest of my life is still handicapped. As I told you second time, I have a car handicap sign. My muscles never going to be uh, normal. They can't even do the surgery. Doctor gave up. So my leg is going to be shortened up little bit, little bit. So he wants me just sit in the wheelchair. But that's why I very beginning I mentioned about God be the glory. I prayed yeah. and then I stressed my leg every day, every day. I did too much. My first toenail underneath there's a purple blood smudge, like a change the color. That much I stressed my leg because I don't want to have a shortened leg and shortened leg. So I was dedicatedly worked out and pray. Yes. Well, I'm not yeah. handicapped. I'm not. Uh-huh. Well, it's, no, it's not easy. That's for sure. Definitely uh, not. Hey, KP, you've been kind of quiet this show. I'm sure I you have some questions bubbling over there. Well, yeah, especially dealing with the accident, you know, because it's hit so, and no pun intended, it hits so close to home. It, it takes an awful lot, and I think, because we don't share the full extent of how much it takes to get back to normal, that uh, people tend to overlook the fact of the recovery and the rehabilitation. So I'm glad that Jung has been sharing this and, and people can understand that there is hope because that's the one thing that people in accidents lose really quickly and it, it sometimes doesn't come back and that's hope where they understand that there is a future after the accident because the accident is so damaging to the body and you know your brain gets refigured and everything is so different that sometimes you know we don't know where to start and because we're not around the right people we choose not to start because it seems like it's just too difficult so John you know congratulations on you know your recovery and thank you for sharing with the people but this one question is for for melanie because you know i know jojo had a heck of a time uh getting me across getting me past myself uh what kind of effort did it take from your part and how how much was she receiving it at the beginning and how were you able to transmit that to where it could be changed to go even further and better you mean as far as getting her up on stage, Kaylin? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I find that um, really for everybody it's a little different. And uh, Jung is very similar. You know, I, you first, I just take somebody from pretty much where they are. I had been working with Jung for a while. I knew um, her personality. And I knew that she needed to um, kind of see a big kind of in the long term what it could look like. And so that's really why I, I felt like her meeting several of the other people who are um, competition clients of mine, and they're all in different stages of their competition season and kind of becoming part of that group. That was important step number one. 
Um, the second thing that I really work with with everybody is that it does take almost a slightly different personality to get yourself up on stage in a bikini in front of hundreds of people. Um, you you all know that, and I think I, I talk about it as kind of finding your inner diva for all of my girls, um, that there's, you know, I talk about sometimes, I think it's Beyonce, that Beyonce that has uh, Sasha Fierce is her alter ego. And, and yes. Sasha yep. Fierce was created because she was, she had stage fright. And, and Sasha Fierce was kind of who she channeled in a little bit. That was her inner diva that she, she had to get, she had to find her place in that in order to be comfortable performing on stage. And so for my competitors, I ask them all to figure out where, where, where your inner diva is. Even the guys, you know, the guys are not necessarily inner diva, but they have an inner something, right? Yeah, that careful, little careful. badass kind of guy, right? We all, we all want to kind of tap into the little bit you of the badass. Me all stage. Ah. <laughs> are you the diva fits you well, I guess, huh? <laughs> hey, 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 I I can I can do the booty bob. Yeah. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. But I think that's what we do. So I always ask um I always ask them to tell me, you know, what kind of songs do you listen to on your iPod or whatever when you're um in the gym? You know, what are the things that really fire you up? What are the things that really put you in that headspace? And we, we talk about that, and, and I use that. I use that in posing. You know, I'll put their song on so that they can kind of find their own rhythm, and I tell them to practice with that as well. And so the same thing with Jung. We just had to tap in to um, her little bit of sassy self that's in there. You know, she's a beautiful woman, and um, she, I think, built her confidence in doing this, not only in feeling great about what her body was doing and making changes in the gym, but also the fact that she's here with this other group of people and we're all doing this and everybody's body all, we all look different, right? But we're all getting up there in a bikini and this fake tan and heels and we're just going to have fun with it. And that's where we go from there. All right, fantastic. So, Jung, what is your song that helps you find your sass? Baby, pardon, I missed the question. What was? Oh, I said, what was your song that you like to pose to that helps you find your sass? Oh, if I would ask me to uh, uh, play a song, that time I didn't have to because I wasn't qualified yet. But if they asked me, I would say uh, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I love it. That would be a fantastic. <laughs> that would be a fantastic song. I love it. I love it mm. so much. Jong, I'm also interested. What is your favorite body part to exercise? Good question. Okay. Yeah, oh, kind of. I have a weak part of my arm, flabby. So I love to make my arm look kind of better. So I'm getting better now, uh, shoulders and all. So that was my favorite part to work my arm. Mm-hmm. All right, very good, very good. So next question I have for you is. Um, what would you tell 
someone your age that is maybe afraid to start lifting weights, what advice would you give them? I will invite, I mean, I will give them, don't be afraid. First thing, I just will bring to, I'm sorry I keep picking on the Melanie. I'll bring to Mel, show, introduce Melanie first so she can help her. <laughs> So they, they won't be scared, so I wouldn't guide wrong. That's how I did it. My my friend Mazuka did some fantastic workout. That's how I asked Mazuka, how did you do this and that? I have a personal trainer with uh, Melanie. Then I said, oh, could you introduce me? It took me six months because Melanie was so busy. So I waited, waited, waited. Finally, I'm be able to meet Melanie. So as a damage how hard to meet her. So if I have any friend I concern, I'll introduce Melanie. I mean, the, introduce her to Melanie so Melanie can start guide her right way. That is take a short time, then wait, I mean, take a long time to do that. Yes. Uh-huh. Even though it took you six months, I'm glad you finally uh, made that call and and had that introduction because it turned out extremely well. Um, Melanie, I'll ask you the same question I asked Jong. For someone who, you know, is maybe older or however we want to classify older, uh, 65 plus, um, and they're they're uncertain about lifting weights. Maybe they think they're going to hurt themselves. Maybe they think they can't do it at all. What advice would you have for that person? I'm going to have that the same advice that I would have for anybody, frankly, who is considering it. If you're 25 or 35 or over 65, it doesn't really matter. I think it is important that you line yourself up with somebody who is a qualified personal trainer, somebody who is familiar with movement and uh, appropriate technique, because most of what I hear, and I know you guys hear it too, is that they are afraid of hurting themselves in the gym. The reason they're afraid of hurting themselves is because they acknowledge that they don't really know exactly what they're doing and or they are not comfortable in the gym, okay? So you've got two things going on there, and I think if you – the best advice that I have is is look around and interview and watch some personal trainers um, and find somebody that you'd like to work with and spend the time to really make sure that they – they work with you on how your body moves and what kinds of exercises are appropriate for helping you not only stay within, you know, kind of physical health, but also make the changes to your physique that you want to make. Because everybody's body has a history. Obviously, Jung's body has two car accident histories, right, among other things. But regardless of your age, you know, you might have fallen off your bike and, you know, scraped up something or bruised a shoulder or or a knee when you were seven years old, and you may not even remember that happened, but your body does. And so your body is made, you know, however old you are, that's how many years of history your body is holding. And so my best advice would be to get somebody, work with somebody who can watch you move and who can help you and teach you how to move safely. And then on using that information, design a plan that's appropriate for you 
so that you know what you're doing when you go through in, into the gym and you have a plan every day, just like Jung has. When she walks in the gym, she knows exactly what it is that she's going to be doing for her workout that day. And she knows it because we've reviewed it, and it's all information and, and uh, techniques and exercises that are appropriate for her body and what she can do with her body right now physically and also what we are trying to create with her body. All right, fantastic. That is great advice. And with that, I just want to say thank you so much, ladies, for joining us tonight and letting us know that it doesn't matter how many years young you are, you can still accomplish great things. So, Jung, thank you very much. We hope to see you on a stage again, if that's what you like. But if not, we're just grateful for sharing your story with us tonight. And uh, Melanie, thank you for sharing this beautiful woman with us. So it's been it's been a pleasure. Absolutely, a pleasure on my end as well. Thank you very much so, for invite, inviting me. Thank you. You're very welcome. You are welcome. So with that being said, Kaylin Patterson, snickerdoodle shout out. I know she has some snickerdoodles. She'd be back on stage sooner. <laughs> So on behalf of 65-plus phenoms everywhere and their fantastic coaches, Snickledoodle Lovers, the boys from P4P Real Talk, myself and Kaylin Patterson, your body is a temple, so let's build it.